Good morning. It's your favorite teacher back with another episode of TPS Science. I have two of our best fifth grade science scholars sitting here with me, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves, and we're going to talk about what they did in science today. My name name is Kaden, and I'm in the fifth grade. My name is Inaya, and I'm in the fifth grade. Hello, Kaden. Hello, Anaya. I'm glad to have you guys with me. Um, so today, your teacher tell me that you all did a cool science experiment today. What did you all do today? Um, we had um did like testing sugar and see like which like which sugar dissolves faster. Okay. And the sugars we had were powdered sugars, sweeteners, granulated sugar, brown sugar, and um. Yeah, cube sugar. Okay, and so what did you all test? What did you all put it in? What liquid did you use? Warm water. water. Is it warm water, cold water? Cold. Room, like temperature. Room, temperature. room temperature. Room temperature. So what were your predictions before you actually did it? I thought that the powdered sugar would melt the fastest, and then the granulated sugar and the sweetener, and then the um cube, sh- sugar cubes. I thought the powdered sugar, then the, then the granulated sugar, then um um the the brown sugar, no the um the low sweetening sugar, and then the brown sugar, then the cube sugar. Okay, when you all did your predictions, did you look at what the sugars looked like before you did it, or did you do this blindly? We look. We, we looked were able sugars. to see the sugars. Okay, um, so tell me about it. Did you all enjoy it? Was it fun? Which one dissolved faster? So tell me some things, Kayla. So I saw that the um, granulated sugar dissolved the fastest, and the cube sugar took the longest to dissolve. No, it was the, um, the, um, the cube sugar. It was? Yeah. Oh. It was a cube sugar that took the longest to dissolve, and... I thought that the powdered sugar was going to dissolve the fastest, but I guess I should have known that the cube sugar was going to dissolve, take the longer to dissolve because it was a cube. Okay. And I, I think the same way. Okay. So tell me this. When you did this science experiment, did you stir the sugars or did you just put them in the cup? How did you make sure that they dissolved clear? We stirred the sugars. You stirred the sugars. Okay, so do you think the simple fact that the cube sugar was packed into a more um, condensed version of the sugar instead of it being loose, was that the reason why it dissolved or it took the longest to dissolve? Yeah, because I think it was like clumped up together in the re- the regular sugar, the granulated sugar. It was just loose, so I felt that it would melt more faster or no, dissolve more faster because... It was more, like, free and loose. Okay. Let me ask you, did this size experiment remind you of anything you do at home? Yes. What? Make Kool-Aid. Make Kool-Aid. Okay, you put Kool-Aid in your water, then you put your Kool-Aid pack, and then the, the sugar has to dissolve, otherwise it's going to be real nasty, right? The real fir- thick? The first question I asked, like, was, like, was the, like, the water, like, warm okay. or hot? Because yeah, because then you could, like, the, the sugar, sugar would melt, like, faster, faster, and you wouldn't really be able to tell which one would melt the fastest because the water is warm. Okay, so do you you think that the water being warm and cold make the difference? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
So is this the first experiment that you've done with Mrs. Welch? No. no. We did something with a penny. A penny. Mm -hmm. Okay. So have you all been enjoying science so far this year? Yes. yes. So tell me what you're most excited about. Um, I'm most excited about learning more than I did last year at science and doing better this year than I did last year. Okay. I'm more excited about the things that we could do, like the experiments and just seeing how fun they could be. I'm going to give you a snippet. I used to teach fifth grade science, and we actually make what we call eco-problems. So you're going to build an aquarium and a terrarium. Your aquarium is going to go on the bottom. You're going to have fish, uh, something else in the water, snails in the water. And then in the terrarium part, which is going to go on top, you're going to have roly-polies, crickets, and glowworms. Are you guys excited about that? Are you going to be scared to catch a cricket tonight? A little bit. Roly-polies are cute. Well, what about the crickets? I'm scared of crickets. <laughs> and frogs. Oh. They be jumping in here. I'd be scared of them jumping in here. Oh, like wow. last year, Miss Butch, we had this little thing where it was like, um, it was like, we had yeah. like crabs um, and um, frogs. Frog. So, mm -hmm. water frogs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they were like small. And we had, um, um and it made the room stink because mm -hmm. they like, Stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Especially the crowd and the frogs. The frogs. Well, so get used, get ready for fifth grade. Now it's the same thing. The fish are gonna smell real, real bad. And then she's gonna let you take them home at the end of the at the end of the um, process. Are you guys excited about that? And you gonna keep up with the fish, make sure they live. Mm -hmm. Some of our fish are still were still alive at the beginning of the year in the front in the tank. So is there anything else you want to tell me, guys? Tell me about science. Um, it's fun and I like science a lot and it has a lot of fun experiments and um, personally science and reading are my favorite subjects because I'm not really that good in math but okay. I'm getting better. Um, now that Ms. Welch, is, I had Ms. Welch last year as my science teacher. As my homeroom as well. And homeroom too and then this year I used to not like light science because I it, I felt like it was boring. But when Miss Welch became my science teacher and stuff, it became really, real fun. All right. Well, I want to thank you guys for sitting and talking with me and telling me about your experiment. All right, now I'm sitting down with two of our fourth grade students who recently did science experiments using a wire, a battery, and a light bulb. Let's see how that happens. Let's introduce ourselves. My name is Tayana. And my name is Timothy. All right, Tayana and Timothy, tell me what happened with this last science experiment you all did. We we made light bulbs. We used battery, wire, um, light, the little small light bulbs. Okay. So what was your challenge? We, our we, challenge was to make our light bulbs like only using a battery a wire and a, and a light bulb. Okay, so tell me what y'all had to do. So tell me some strategies that you used in order to make the light bulb light up. Well, I I wrapped, the, I wrapped one side of the wire around the light bulb, and then I put the other part on the bottom of the flat part of the battery, and then I put the light bulb on top of the um, other part of the battery. And, and it didn't matter which side that you used. It didn't matter if you used negative or positive? 
Okay, so what was important? What was something that you knew you needed to have? What is it called? Um, and, um, energy. I mean, a circuit. A circuit. What kind of circuit did you have to have? Uh, um, Where was two types? Was it two types that you all talked about? Yes. We talked about a short circuit and a um, regular circuit. A complete circuit. Okay. So what type of circuit did you need to make sure the light bulb came on? A complete circuit. Okay, so what's a short circuit, Tayana? Um, a complete circuit. Oh. <laughs> Tell me some other things that happened while you were doing the experiment. Did you experiment anything else? Did you try to just use the wires without the light bulb? Tell me some other things that you all did. Yes, we tried to use the um, just the wire and the battery. And what happened? It, it created a short circuit. And if you hold the battery too long, it's going to start burning up. It's gonna get hot, so your fingers start burning, and that when you did the short circuit, when you did it, did the complete circuit, and the light bulb lit up. Did your hands burn then? No. Hmm. Because the energy was pushed where? To the um, light bulb. To the light bulb. So if you're doing a short circuit, the energy has nowhere to go. So that's why it heated up real quick, real fast, and burn your fingers. So anything else you want to tell me about it? Um, did you all do anything cool, like with the compass? Yes, um, we tried to make the compass move only using a short circuit. And we and we got the battery and we put the battery on top of the circuit, not push, put it on it, but like up on top and we moved the battery around. Okay, did it move the compass? Yes. So what is that inside? Do you all know what's inside of a compass? No. Uh, do you know what makes the compass work? No. Okay, so compasses are, they move by a magnetic force. So they say there's magnetic polar energy in the, in, in the middle of the earth. And it pulls on that compass to let you know whether or not you're going north, south, east, or west. So do you think that that magnetism had anything to do with the battery helping it move? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, let's see. Is there anything else you want to tell me about that? Are you looking forward to any other things in science? Yes. Like what? Like, um, how does a car work? So you want us to power a car? Okay, what you? What are you looking for, Tayana? Um, I'm not sure yet. Not, not sure yet. Not like a, um, regular car, but like a, um, Solar power car. I like a hot wheel. Like a hot wheel. So you want us to try to put a motor on it? Well, we could try that. We can actually try that. So we're going to put that note down. We're going to try to make a hot wheel go by putting a motor on it. We're going to try that. It should be fun. I'm going to look it up. Anything else you want to tell me about that particular experiment you all did? Did you enjoy it? Yes. Are you looking forward to being more hands-on in science? Yes. All right. I just want to thank you guys for coming in and talk to me and tell me about your science experiment. All right. Now I have the pleasure of sitting with some sixth grade scholars that are going to tell us why in the world is the pool cold at night and hot during the day. No? Yeah. Is that yes. what I'm telling you? Yes. Okay. So they're going to tell us what we have. First, they're going to introduce themselves and they're going to tell us what happened. My name is Diamonds. My name is Haley. My name is Tyler. All right, so tell me about this because I always wondered that. So let me know. Okay, so the reason it is um, cold during the day is because the sunlight ref- the sunlight makes the water reflect off of it. By so, for instance, have you ever walked outside and it like in the day in the daytime the um, 
the ground is hot and yeah. you step on it and it's hot. And then during the nighttime, the ground is kind of warm. And then during the daytime, you try to get in the pool, but the pool is hot. Mm-hmm. So you go back in the house and you try it again at night. And you go out at nighttime and it's much more warmer for you. Okay. That's because during the day, the sunlight bounces on the water and the water reflects off of it. Okay. So the sunlight really doesn't penetrate into the water is what you're trying to tell yes, me. Yes. Okay. So basically what we're saying is the pool is cold at night and hot during the day because the uneven heating of earth's surfaces. Okay, the uneven. So how did you all do this? I know we didn't take y'all to the city pool, so what did y'all do in your classroom to figure this out? Okay, so we had two cups, one of soil and one of water. So we had a lamp and a thermometer. And we put the thermometers in the um, in both cups, and then we, um, we had the lamp towards the cups. And it was, and we was um, measuring how, like, one minute, two minute, how, what was the temperature doing? And we was, yeah. So we had this stopwatch, and every time the stopwatch hits one minute, two minute, or three minute, we would write down what the temperature says um, then in the water and the soil. Okay. So the the soils, I'm assuming the soils temperature continues to go up. With the sun on it. Yes. But the water continues to stay probably the same. Yeah. Okay, yes. but then when you turn the lamp off, the soil just decided to cool off mm-hmm. and the water decided to get warm, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you all enjoy that? Yes. Have you all, since you are sixth graders at this school, has science been fun the entire time you've been here? Has it been hands-on, things that you want to know? Yes. yes. So are you hoping that when you go to what grade y'all going to the next? Seventh grade. It's going to be just as fun? Yes. So tell me, when you were in third grade, before you came over here to the best school, how was science? It wasn't that hands-on. No. Yeah. It wasn't that. It wasn't hands-on. So tell me, since you all have been at Tuskegee Public, what's been your favorite science experiment from fourth grade, fifth grade, all the way up to now, sixth grade, what's your favorite one? Testing the acids. Oh. Yes. Yeah, in Ms. McCray class, yeah. testing the acids. Why was that so fun? Because yeah. it was cool to see um, all the different colors change when you poured the... Um, lemon juice. Lemon right. juice. Grape right. juice. Grape juice, vinegar. Okay, yeah. so oil. did you all use the pH strips or the cabbage juice? The cabbage, the cabbage juice. juice. Okay. So she does make it real fun over there. Give y'all that purple yeah. cabbage juice and now yes. it changes colors. So is there anything else you want to tell me about the science experiment that you all did? With your teacher? Anything else? No. All right. Are you excited? You think your teacher's going to keep the fun science up? Yes. Okay. Well, I just want to thank you guys for coming to talk to me and tell me a little bit about your science experience. So now I know the best time to swim is what? During the night. At night. So I need to go to the beach at night. I need to go to the pool at night. But what if I can't see? Flashlight. Okay, I give you inside pools, I guess. Inside pools. Well, okay, so that's a good question. So, pools outside are hot during the day, right? Cold during the day. Too cold during the day. What about indoor pools? I've been in indoor pools, and like during the day, they're pretty warm. 
So yeah. they probably had the same temperature all night. They probably got it regulated or something. Huh? It's mm-hmm. not the same as being outside. So if you were to go like in the nighttime, and they'll have limps because every inside pool I went to, they mostly have limps so you can see. Okay. All right, you guys. I want to thank you all, and you guys can go back to class. Thank you. And I'm going to get my kids back. All right. All right, well, there you have it. The first science experiments from our fourth graders, fifth graders, and sixth graders here at Tuskegee Public Elementary School. I am so excited to hear them being excited about science, and I can't wait to see what they do next. So if you would like to see what they do next, make sure you tune in next time with your favorite teacher, Ms. Hunter, on the TPS Science Podcast. Bye!